0: people want to shit on things like TikTok or saying, you know, this, this generation and their attention span. I'm like, listen here. Okay. The, the truth is we're living in an age where there's so much information out there. So the people that are killing it at the moment are the ones that can disseminate the fact from crap and do the critical thinking and, piece all that information together in a nice, quick little package because people bombard it all the time with information. So if you're doing me a favor of taking the top pieces of information that I need to know in a quick little way, like more power to you. That sounds amazing. Thank you for that. Hi guys, my name is Stacey Hart, and I'm a content curator in South Africa, and I started a content marketing agency in South Africa about three years ago.
1: Awesome. That's, I mean, perfect. That's one of my first questions that I wanted to ask, because obviously I noticed in your Instagram, you have the the company uh, tagged. So I wanted to ask if that was your company that you started and kind of how that came about.
0: yeah um well so (laughs) it's kind of a funny story i was working when i first moved to cape town i moved from joburg to cape town with like i just kind of packed up stuff in my car um to be honest i think my mom was also low-key trying to kick me out of the house so she just sold her house and she moved to still buy and i was like all right well then i guess i'm just packing my stuff and moving to cape town um and i was staying at Airbnbs. i moved there in december and I stayed at a couple of Airbnbs, and one of the guys that was working at, or not working at, I think he was working at the Airbnb now that I think about it. Hold <laughs> a second, you want me to just show you? Let me just that's, put that's that on no I'm yeah. so sorry.
1: No stress. <laughs> oh,
0: story of my life. People leave me alone. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's perfectly (laughs) fine
0: (laughs) you want me to start again or are we good
1: no no you know what i'll just leave it all in it's just a part of our (laughs) conversations go
0: (laughs) great um Um, yeah so so i met this guy um at the abb i was staying at and he offered me a job and i was like cool he just also had a startup with a startup digital marketing agency specifically social media and I started off just doing content creation because I had a camera and I had studied it after. So it seemed seemed like a plan. And then I moved from there and I worked at a company that my other friend and his brother had started. And I was an account manager there. So I was primarily in sales and a little bit of operations. I say, like, it's funny when you're in, when you work at a startup space, like you kind of you're not quite sure where you fit in yet. Um, and you're trying to like you're working you know, with many different hats and tools and whatever the case is. And from there, I then took all that knowledge and I started my own thing. And um, kind of of the rest is history.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's so true what you said now. In any kind of creative field, I feel like when you're starting something up, you end up wearing every hat that there is to wear. You just got to do it all until you can um, bring other people on. And speaking of that, are you like – Do you have like an office that you work out of now or like people that you're working with or whatever?
0: Yeah. So I've got a content creator that's, that works with me. His name is Kano. Shout out to Kano. He is amazing. Um, I've got Kelsey who's my web dev and then, uh, just a nice virtual assistant as well, just to assist me with like admin and other stuff. Um, I'd like to get to a stage where I can hire an account manager um just to just to you know client expectations and communication and funnel everything through because i feel like i need to take more of an operations role now um and i went through a stage where i realized very recently that i was putting so much time into my clients um marketing as i should because that should be a priority i mean they're hiring us right but i realized i was letting my own stuff fall fall to the sort of wayside or whatever you call it um And I realized like, that's where I got a lot of my passion and my drive from was like experimenting things for myself. Like I'm someone where you can tell me the stove is hot, but I need to try it for myself. Otherwise, like, I just, (laughs) I don't know why I'm just always like, okay, cool. That sounds cool. I hear what you're saying. Thank you for warning me. But, you know, sometimes you just got to put your hand on the stove and see for yourself. So I love to experiment and I felt like I needed to do that for myself again. And I'm, I'm starting to find the passion in what I do again. So if anyone's struggling with that and feeling like, I feel like I'm working really hard and I feel like I'm getting a lot of stuff done and I'm filling up my day, but I'm really like just starting to feel a little bit depressed and anxious and not keen to, to get going in the mornings. It's like, well, maybe take a step back find out like what are the two things that you could do for yourself using your craft that would build up your own brand and your own business. Um, and then, and then I suggest trying to do that, doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very good. It happens so many times that the thing you mentioned with having to touch the stove with yourself, I mean, even in all of the video things, um, I've done, I mean, I didn't study a full course, but I, I studied a year and there were so many things like we did social media and all of that kind of stuff as well. And there's so many things that you get taught about how to handle certain posts or videos and things. And it's like, yeah, cool. Take it all in, take my notes. And then I still go do the wrong thing in video. And I'm like, Oh yeah, they're right. I should have done the other thing. <laughs> but
0: completely, completely. I, I feel like, I feel like maybe, maybe, I don't want to say it's everyone, but I feel like it's everyone. I, or maybe it's just me, but I, I feel like, How are you going to do something? How are you going to learn something by just sitting and absorbing information all the time? Like there's some things you just got to learn by doing. And I I stand by that. So that's why I wasn't a huge fan of high school. It was just incredibly cerebral and boring AF. But other than that, it was fine.
1: (laughs) And I had this conversation with actually my first guest. Um, He was at college with me because uh, my college was like 100% practical. Like we didn't have exams or anything like that. It was just completely hands-on. And it's the same deal. I I couldn't go to, um, and I'll ask you about that in a second, but I couldn't see myself going to like after and studying film or something like that. I just can't get through that. I mean, like you said, high school was just, (laughs) I I knew I couldn't go through another like four or five years of like theory and then like lighting work and all of that stuff. I just knew I couldn't do it. So I just, I found um, Orms actually, the like camera photography store they started Love them! A, Shout, a out to Orms. Shout out
0: to Shout out to at Yeah, Orms.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of my stuff comes from Worms, and then they they started like a, a school for photography and videography and all of those kind of things. So, and and that was awesome. So, anyway, kind of led perfectly into that. You you said you studied it after. What was that like? What did you actually study?
0: So, um, oh, just to touch on quickly before I answer that, I think you also asked me about rooms and like, do I have my own office space? If you're a creator, because I assume your I assume your main target demographic here is other creators, right? Other content creators or creators within the industry, right? So, creators, if you get told that you are not professional enough unless you've got your own like space to work from that you're paying for, tell that person, if, can I swear?
1: Go for it. <laughs>
0: Fuck right off. Like That is a lie. <laughs> Anyone who makes you feel like you need to reach fucking certain materialistic milestones in order to be something, no, sorry. Keep your, keep like your money, like try and save your money for shit that actually matters because if it's all just for show to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so important because... I've got like a hot disc or something. Like if that works for you, fair enough. Like I know a lot of people who are like seriously extroverted and they've just found themselves working in front of like in a job where they work in front of the computer all day. And so being around other people actually helps them to focus more rather than just being by themselves. And maybe it makes you more accountable with your work. That's fine. Like what I'm saying is if your intention is to like impress other people and convince them that like you're a serious person, then no can't deal with it so we i've tried everything and i tried all those cool things because everyone made me feel like that that's what i needed to do and i ended up getting myself into some pretty precarious situations where i was doing um doing exchanges of work for like a hot desk because i couldn't afford it with my startup so i was just like well we'll do we'll do work for you you know in exchange uh like we'll we'll promote and we'll take content for for your space and in in exchange then you just let us have a hot desk on that note as well sorry because i know a lot of creators out, out there probably do the same thing where it's like exchanges uh, trade exchanges i am so wary of those i actually i would i would say that i've actually stuck those all together now either i'm going to do something for you for free and i don't want anything back because i want the freedom to create what i want to create because it's at the end of the day it's going to go into my portfolio um and that's how i work I, or, or I'm going to tell you what the value is of my thing and you pay me for it. And you tell me what the value is for your thing. And I pay you for it. Trade exchanges are so, so dangerous and are a very quick way for you to end up in a situation where it's like a bad, just like a, you, you could, you could definitely burn a lot of bridges doing that. And, and I wouldn't say i burnt bridges, but it's certainly soured a lot of working relationships that I think could have otherwise been saved
1: in, in. Did that happen? I don't know if you want to go into it, but did that happen what you with what you were talking about with the the place that you were doing hot desks at?
0: Oh no, not necessarily. I was just thinking like in general. I know a lot of people who are like starting off in the creative industry or just in their industry or startups or entrepreneurs and you're trying to find ways to save costs and you also want to build your community and network with people. And I think trade exchanges are the first thing that people go to. That's been my experience anyway. I'm not saying all of them have been that way, but majority of them enough where it's it's like let's not do this anymore (laughs) yeah
1: no definitely Uh, and it's the same same goes with i've had this conversation with a couple other people um with free work there's like a time and place and sometimes it can be really good for networking and maybe you can build a relationship with someone or meet other people that can hire you later but also it can water down your company or yourself if you keep doing it over and over because then eventually people are going to be like well you did this thing for free for me so why would i pay you to do it now or well, this guy uh, said yeah. you did it for free why like yeah so yeah. I, I just think there's a time and place you need to like work that out the the balance yeah
0: 100 percent. quick one can i quickly turn off my gas heater before i like gas my sure. entire place up? <laughs> give me two seconds no sorry. problem
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it heated my place up a lot quicker than i expected <laughs> And I was sitting there being like, why am I so sleepy? And I'm like, all right, the gas eater, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, think, I think with trade exchanges, it's – or free work. Let's say free work in general. If I'm going to do free work, it's not because I'm trying to necessarily get – eventually get paid work from that person. If I'm going to do free work, it's because I have – an idea creatively that i want to execute on i don't have necessarily the resources for it and i'm going to like chat to a model who maybe is also looking to get stuff for her portfolio or you know often or like a fashion designer like listen i'm going to be doing the shoot anyway for this person like do you want to just give me some of your clothes but it's for free and if you're doing it you dictate the terms there's none of this. This person coming back to you and saying, "Oh, well, I didn't get this or I didn't get that." Like, of course, have that chat, communicate, but you dictate the terms because um, it's 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 for you. And yes, you want to make everyone happy and have them come on board. So, like I said, have that conversation, but never do free work for someone that you're hoping to land as a client. Like you said, I have never seen that work. The person the person will come back to you and say, "Oh, I love your work. Actually, let me hire you." Let me tell you something that relationship will always be based on the fact that they were like, well, you did this for free. So I don't understand that you could, you could give the most amazing value, but they will still stand back and be like, Hmm, but like, I could always try and inch you forward, you know, because you've done this for me for free, rather do free work for people that you just, you, you love their work and you love their stuff and their creative sort of thing. Collab with them if you want to, and then use that work to get, to get other clients.
1: Yeah. And I think it definitely works in the, in another sense of like uh, spec ads for people that do, um, product type things in the sense of like, if I have an idea to shoot a Red Bull advert, but I'm a nobody and I'm not going to be able to contact Red Bull. I think it's fine to still go ahead and do it anyway. And then it could possibly be a thing that they see and go, wow, that's really cool. Maybe we should pay for it or buy it or work together, that kind of thing, because. Otherwise there's no real way to initiate that relationship if you can't get through to like a bigger company. So I think that can also work.
0: Did, did you just pick Red Bull like off the top of your head?
1: I did see that there was a Red Bull video on your account, but oh yes, kind
0: gosh. of. <laughs> oh my God. Can we, can we talk about this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh
0: my, I've, I've got to be careful because I can sometimes get, um, get a little bit too, um, passionate in what I say. So I've got, I've got to be careful. Yeah. But I want to talk about this, right? Like, so so we, uh, myself and Kano, my content creator, we come up with like cool ideas that we want to execute on. And we'll be like, well, we're going to do this thing anyway. We want to do a cool product shoot where we wanted to do some slow-mo shots of like uh, stuff and water, like with fruit. And we kind of had an idea. But in terms of the product we were going to use, it didn't really matter to, uh, to us. But we were like, well, you know, if there's a brand out there that, you know, likes the look of it and wants to share it, um, that's cool too. Like, who should we get in contact with? And I had one or two contacts at Red Bull. And I said to them, listen, we're going to do this thing anyway. We're going to go and buy some cans. But if you guys have any new cans or any cool products, which you want us to use, do you want to just slide it our way? And they did. And then we were like, cool. The cans were actually a little bit damaged. So we ended up having to get cans ourselves anyway. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Like the cans are not that expensive. Like in retrospect, it was more just like, you know, like friendly, nice, nice. And um, did the whole thing, posted it. Um and then I ended up going out for a dinner where one of the ladies, one of my connections, was there and she was like, Oh, how did it go? I showed her the video. She goes, Wow, this is so cool. Um, yeah, this is this is the, the details of the marketing manager. Go ahead and send this all through to her. I just for the record, I never did this trying to get in good with Red Bull. I didn't want, I didn't want anything back from them. Like the what we got back was like this amazing thing that we had made. So my problem with this interaction that I had had, it came from a place of not bearing in mind, we had posted this video already. It had been up for like one or two weeks, I think three weeks. So i was like cool sent it off to this person and it was just this interaction was not pleasant at all I, it was a very open dialogue and basically she said that the branding was incorrect and i was like 100 percent understandable what would you like us to do do you want me to remove like your logo at the beginning and at the end and we just have the clip what are you comfortable with okay all of a sudden i get marked and flagged that it was a copyright infringement not only did did the video get taken down I also couldn't post on the, on our thing for like, I think one or two days. So I, you can imagine how irritated i was because it was like we had an open dialogue i didn't need your permission to post this right and if there was a problem i so i think in future if you are going to do this like just learn from our mistakes like don't actually put the person's logo as an overlay or like their slogan because i think that's that's a little bit you're in tricky waters there so i think you can definitely use their product that has the logo on it but don't include their branding as like an intro and outro or like an overlay um, I think if we hadn't done that, then maybe this would have gone a completely different direction. So I'm, I'm willing to take an L where necessary, but I still feel like people who put themselves on a freaking pedestal and can't chat to another human, like, you know, like they're a human, like I, I just, I, I feel as if we were made to feel like we were at the bottom of some freaking hierarchy in this person's mind. And we weren't even worth, we weren't even worth a second of their time. And it was, this, it was this overly fake nice as well, which I don't enjoy, like, you know. Um, and I actually, I responded back and I said, listen, I don't understand what happened. I thought we were having a dialogue here and I'm actually a little bit disappointed in the way that this was all handled. Also didn't get a response um, and it's, it's sad because I will never buy another Red Bull again. And, and it's sad cause it's just one person and it's not the entire company. And like I said, I have, I have connections, you know, at the company and they're amazing people, but especially, I feel yeah. like if you're in the marketing section or communications and, and you make it very blatantly obvious that you are you know, the face of marketing for Red Bull, get your people skills up you know what i mean like it's and it was it was completely unnecessary it was completely unnecessary and like you know again like i'll take an l i definitely i definitely learned some things from it and i got a nice little you know slap on the wrist a little bit of an ouchie and i'll take my lessons but um just treat people with kindness man it's it was complete so it's so unnecessary to be rude like that
1: so yeah that was that whole thing (laughs) that that's crazy no i actually I, I did see that video but i actually did I, I just thought of red bull now because i was thinking of products that i've thought of before and i just thought energy drink and obviously red bull or monster or any of those or things monster. the first thing that comes to mind Yeah.
0: <laughs> use, use Monster so. instead. <laughs> and you know what's uh, funny is i actually saw so many other posts that people had made um using red bull cans as well yeah. And I have, if I have people tagging me, and it, it frustrates me a little because now that everyone knows this, is like, um, I don't want to call it beef because I don't even think I pop up on their radar like at all. <laughs> but like, I have my, some people in my community on social media who have started tagging me on product shoots that they've done using Red Bull's cans, and their stuff is <laughs> never unflagged. So yeah. I think the key thing is if you're going to do something like that. Maybe don't get in touch with the marketing manager because <laughs> just you <do> know <laughs> how they're gonna react. Rather ask for forgiveness than permission, yeah. um, or yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh gosh, no, that, yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. And it, I mean, it's like you said, it just it kind of leaves a a bitter taste in your mouth. And whether it's like like you said it's not the whole company I mean it's an international company or whatever but it's still like now every time you go to pick up a Red Bull you're like oh this is that thing that happened however long ago so <laughs> see,
0: I, I, I'm terrible because I, I'm petty now and like I will not drink a Red Bull just yeah, because so of that exactly, I, yeah. I cannot tell you how many companies it's like when they say don't meet your heroes right and I understand why now because there's been so many companies where I've really admired them and then you meet the people behind the company or you know something and and it just takes one or two negative interactions to completely put you off which is so unfortunate but it's something to take note of I think you know it's like it's it's a touch point it's it's a form of branding the people who work within your company and the interaction that they have with other people is one of the most powerful forms of branding. And, and if you, if you aren't careful, like you'll put and people talk, I mean, we're talking about it right now. You know, word of mouth is incredibly powerful. So yeah.
1: It's actually funny that you put it that way. I was just reading a book called uh, rework. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, no,
0: is it any good? Should I read it?
1: Yeah. I think I think it's definitely a good read. It's, it's very well, put together like every page uh, not every page uh, every chapter is like five pages so it's really satisfying to read because it feels like you're constantly finishing Ooh. things so you can take oh, like five minutes and then oh i finished the whole chapter <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little but, dopamine um, or like serotonin goes it, off. You're exactly like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: um But, but what made me think of that now is the chapter that I just read. He was talking about uh, marketing and how marketing isn't a division. It's the company like accounting is a division in the company. They do accounting, but marketing is the person that picks up the phone, the person that responds to your emails, the person that talks to anyone. It's, it's all part of marketing. So it's not just, and that's kind of exactly what you said. So that's why it made me think of that. Now it's, it's anyone, anyone that works for that company that talks to anyone else is part of marketing because the way they portray themselves, the way they say anything is marketing for the company.
0: So that's what we call the technical jargon for that is called touch points in branding or in marketing. So anytime you have any interaction with the brand, whether it's human or non-human, any anything, it's called a touch point. So you need to, as a, as a marketer, especially if you do content marketing, your job is to go through not just digital, but also everything else and figure out what is the customer experiencing here? And is it positive or negative? Is the brand being transmitted in the way that it needs to be? And if not, how do we fix that? So yeah, 100%. I must give it a read. That sounds like something I'd be interested in. It's tickling my ADHD brain where I'm like, ah, ah, I could do like five little points, five minutes per chapter.
1: (laughs) And it's it's exactly that. Like, I I think I blasted through half of it within like a week because it gave me that like, I don't mind reading it in the afternoon because I can finish a chapter. And it's it's almost similar to uh, why people explain uh, why TikTok has become so addictive to people, because each video is like four seconds. So even though you're like, I'm just going to check a video, four seconds goes by and then another four seconds, four seconds, four seconds, and then it ends up being five hours or whatever, where you could have watched the movie or whatever that you didn't want to watch because of the time. And that was exactly the same for me.
0: And people want to shit on things like TikTok or saying, you know, this this generation and their attention span. I'm like, listen here. Okay. The, The truth is we're living in an age where there's so much information out there. So the people that are killing it at the moment are the ones that can disseminate the fact from crap and do the critical thinking and piece all that information together in a nice quick little package because people bombard it all the time with information. So if you're doing me a favor of taking the top pieces of information that I need to know in a quick little way, like more power to you. That sounds amazing. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, that's why I, I don't know these people at all. It sounds like I'm really like advertising this book, but I'm not. It's just, it just was really good. Like it really shocked me because I've never seen it. And it, it's not like a picture book, but each chapter has like a little illustration at the start. That's like a, I almost want to call it a pun because like it talks about, there's a chapter about workaholics and then it has a bottle that says work on it as the chapter head type thing. And it's all just really engaging and it like keeps you reading more.
0: I love it. I'm definitely going to give it a read now. You sold it to me. If you don't have a book deal with them, or if you don't have them sponsoring it, like now's the time. Take this little like audio bite or this little piece and just tag them. Yeah. Tag all the public. Tag the <laughs> publishers. Tag them too. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll definitely. It would be a good sponsor to have. Get a book deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sponsor some book. Get sponsored by some publishing companies or some books. That sounds oh man, great. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I kind of want to circle back before I forget, because I know I will because I didn't have it written down. But um, <laughs> what you studied at after and and that whole, oh, sorry. That whole thing, yeah
0: yes. <laughs> you did ask me a while back, I apologize. <laughs> um, at after I studied a combination of like live performance and film. It was strange back in back in my day because we were actually i'm twenty seven I am 27 now. i am not that old. Um, but we, we were allowed to have multiple majors. and I think now the structure is different. And thank goodness for that, because when I was doing live performance, we were at the mercy of whatever director and writer, you know, sat together in some weird circle jerk and decided what actors they wanted to pluck. Like, whereas now it's like, okay, actors are assigned to this writer and this director. And like, you don't get to pick your team because some actors would just not even be picked. And they wouldn't have a film and i was like i literally complained to them i was like how is this okay like i'm paying i am paying my school fees you know like well technically i wasn't my parents were but still you know like, <laughs> someone's
1: paying for it it's being paid <laughs> someone's
0: paying for it you know like um so and it's a lot so too I, I, so and it's it is no joke it is yeah. no joke and i i left high school like having a point to prove and being like i'm gonna get every ounce out of this experience that i can because it's finally something that I want to be able to do. Um, and then so I studied that for honours. I studied that for four years. Um, and then I went on to study at Vega. And then I just do courses every now and then. I would recommend like doing like just a free course. I mean, I did something in red and yellow for paid media just because I was so genuinely so terrified of paid media because everyone was using all of this jargon. And I was like, I don't understand this, this, I feel like I'm too stupid for this. (laughs) And, and then when I started, so I needed like something to push me to do it. And I was like, I'm paying for this. I was, I was paying for that red and yellow thing. Um, I'm accountable for it um so i need to be able to do it so it just got me over the fear and the hurdle and like you know like wanting to start it so um but at the moment i'm thinking about doing like my google ad certification i think that could be cool again not for the actual piece of paper or digital paper at the end of it just because i i still want to be able to learn more i think i think content marketing is huge to do with that so yeah (laughs)
1: definitely i I definitely think for me it's important to like always be learning new things. And like you said, I mean, especially in most creative industries, nobody's looking at that piece of paper anyway. They're just looking at the things you can do. So like if, if, if it's like you said something that you, you don't understand or even just confidence, like there's a lot of things that I've done purely for that exact reason is because people are saying things, people are doing things and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. So even if I could kind of do it, just getting that understanding of certain terms and stuff, is like a game changer, whether it's because of, a, I mean, I didn't technically get a degree. I got a certification because I finished the course, but it, it it's recognized, but it's not a degree. It's it's a certificate like, and hasn't made a difference so far because in video you make a showreel. And if your showreel is good enough, then it doesn't matter. Cause that's all I, I can tell you in the three, four years I've been out of school, three years I've been out of school. I have not once been asked about my degree or what I've studied or anything like that. The first thing people ask is your demo reel or your YouTube or your show reel or whatever you can give to show what you've done. So Or your
0: podcast now.
1: <laughs> all, yeah, all the podcasters here. I mean, that's something yeah. that we've actually started offering at the company I work for now. So it's been a double learning experience
0: (laughs) love it and was that because that they'd seen that you had a podcast and that they obviously thought that you had the tools and know how
1: it it was kind of uh like an equal they i hadn't started when we started at the at work we i hadn't started my podcast yet but i'd been trying to start for a very long time and then one of our because we have retainer clients that we sign on for like months at a time or whatever, and one of them wanted to exchange one of their videos in the monthly deal for a podcast, and we did it. And then uh the my boss bought a, a roadcaster. So it's, you know, all the proper mics and switchboards and stuff. oh yummy. And and so that kind of pushed me and I was like, man, I really want to get this going. And then I kind of for a couple months got into the feedback loop of, well, I don't have, I I can't use that stuff at home. I don't have any special Mm. things. So I don't want to start until I can do that. And then eventually I was just like, ah, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) I just need a. I mean, for the first, however many episodes, there's not going to be many people paying attention anyway. So uh, it's like, like,
0: no one's (laughs) even going to see this probably. So like, let's just have some fun and let's learn some stuff, you know? I agree.
1: Learning, especially like once you start getting things out there, you, you learn on every episode. So, so
0: yeah. I agree. Have you found, um, I, I was chatting on clubhouse the other day because I'm also like starting up my, my podcast again. And um, the one thing I struggle with is like, I'm really good at getting things started. I I need like someone to reverse engine. I swear I turned you off. <laughs> I need someone, I swear, What the hell? Um, I need someone to like reverse engineer me who can like, mm-hmm. So okay, Stace, we've got this thing like structured every single time because I am really into novelty and nuance and like new experiences. So I'll start, and so I'm yeah. like, "This is so much fun! I figured it out!" and then fuck off and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no. no, no <laughs> No, Stays, we actually need to do this, even if it's boring, even if you feel like and it's it's I always think it is gonna be boring. And sometimes it is, but you know, once you like with this, I'm sure sometimes you think, gosh, do I really do I have the time for this? Do I wanna do this? And when you start talking to the person, you're like, Oh yeah, this is why I do this. Okay, this is fun. I enjoy this. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
0: I can't wait to see you like become super, super famous with your (laughs) podcast. And then this is gonna be like one of those really old and like goldies that people are gonna (laughs) dig up and be like, oh my gosh, like who even is this person? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Look at the fifth episode. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, so is there any other like yeah. questions that you feel like someone like you, I don't know if your audience is well defined enough. I know this podcast is pretty new, but do you feel like mm-hmm. there's something that like, they'd really want to know something that I can maybe problem solve or answer?
1: I I did just want to ask, um, nothing off the top of my head, but, um, because you're running the company basically and stuff, um, and you mentioned when we were trying to schedule the session that you went to gym in the morning and that was pretty early. So I just wanted to ask about your, like, what is your daily like routine when you don't have a bunch of meetings and stuff, I guess, like what is your normal day to day?
0: When I, well, so my, so my, my day, my normal day usually does have meetings in it, um, so I I will wake up at 5 a.m. for gym. Not every day. Um, I only gym twice a week for boxing and then I've got dancing and then I'm trying to get back into pole as well because that's also really fun. Um, because otherwise I was burning out. I was trying to gym like four times a week. Um, and it was just too much. So I I yeah, so I have gym at like, for example, today, at 5 a.m. And then I had my first meeting. I had a consult from eight until nine and then I had um then I had another consult from 10 until 11 and then now I've got you with the podcast and then straight after this I'm gonna try and fit some luncheon and then I've got clients work that I'm gonna do until half past five or half past yeah until half past seven maybe in the evening and then from half past seven till half past ten I record my own content for um my own social media and i try and schedule some of our work for my company's social media because i like it's 2 primary right? so i've got my personal brand one which which i post content on um which is at boss lady underscore cpt for anyone who's listening and and then i've also got <laughs> and then uh, and then i've got my company's one which is matter at heart um M-A-T-T-E-R- a T H A R T. I actually had to think about that. Like, felt like a spelling bee right there. Um, and then I've and then I try and take our previous work, and yeah, and sometimes you have to wait a while, which is irritating because then I'm the kind of person where I want to have small tasks that I can do throughout the day, but like I need to be able to start and complete it within the same day, because otherwise I lose interest. So that's what frustrates me. Is like if I'm waiting for like a client to post something and give it a bit of time for it to do its thing, to do its thing to do its thing and then and then i can post it so sometimes i have to like force myself to go back mm-hmm. and try and find those those clips and, and schedule it but yeah that's my day mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and and it doesn't sound like dinner was fit in there anyway to eat at all
0: <laughs> Oh, oh fucker, i actually did forget um i'm gonna be honest with you i love to cook but I just don't have like my apartment's a mess. Like I literally threw things off of my bed um, <laughs> because I just also don't I I don't have time necessarily to clean as well. So I've got like a domestic worker who comes once every two weeks, but I also can't necessarily work in messy environments. So it's really like confusing. So I'll like try and find time in between everything to clean to clean up. Um, and for dinner, I'm trying not to order Uber Eats anymore because I don't know how I don't know. I don't know who I think I am. Sometimes I'm definitely not that bougie or wall off that I can be ordering Uber Eats every night. So I'm trying to do the whole like stick some chicken in like a air fryer, like some veggies on the stove, and like some couscous. And I'm like, cool, that's my, that's my go-to sort of dinner. It's I'm very elaborate and extravagant.
1: <laughs> well, here's Otherwise, another... I'm trying to find
0: a sugar daddy <laughs> to like pay for <laughs> my meals.
1: For the <laughs> ten people that are listening, is there anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, here's another deal that I don't have that I maybe should have, and I'll definitely tag them in this clip too, but, um, it's something I started, uh, using like three weeks ago. Yeah. About three weeks ago. It's called daily dish. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Maybe. No, but they, does it give you ideas? Uh, they send you everything. So, so it's a thousand two hundred rand a month. And they send you, okay, so for me, I live with my family. Uh, So we do four meals uh, for four people and it's 1,200 Rand. So if you're just doing for one or two or however many people, it'll be significantly less. But they'll send you on a Monday, they send you all the ingredients and uh, little recipe cards. And then just in the night, it's like 30 to 45 minutes. You just take all the ingredients out. It's all exactly measured. You just kind of need to throw it together.
0: goodness and is that thousand two hundred? i mean this isn't really relevant to the podcast anymore like out of curiosity is the thousand two hundred is that for the entire month Mm -hmm. thank you do you know i did like this whole fit shift thing as well for a while and then um and i did you cook as well shout out to david tor he is amazing is that the right i hope that's his company i hope i'm like thinking (laughs) i hope i'm matching up the people okay cool Rad, thank you. I will do that. I completely forgot that those things existed. Like, (laughs) do you see what I mean? Like I will do (laughs) things and I will like, I will have done it for the novelty and I'll be like, this made my life easier. Cool. On to the next thing. Like, (laughs) even if it made my life easier, I'm like, this is boring now. What, who needs easy? Who needs comfortable? Like I need to feel the thrill of not eating and starving. Yeah. That sounds way more fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. It's been great. And it started exactly as the like novelty. It's kind of a new company. Uh, I mean, not new, but like they're, they're kind of small still. Um, and they, they're similar to YouCook, except I think right now on Instagram, YouCook has like probably in the hundreds of thousands of followers where I think Daily Dish has like 8,000 maybe, which is not small by any means, but it's not, yeah. you know, comparable. Um, yeah, and, and so and we were just like, to that. yeah, and, you know, and there's so- benefits
0: to being like the underdog
1: for sure and so we just wanted to try it out just like you said for the novelty and for mm. not having someone have to grocery shop and work everything out every day and yeah and we did it for the week and then um because you can have um i should think yeah, yeah. so the 1200 is per week for us i, I messed it up i was earlier.
0: gonna. okay but, okay but, but i I reckon for me it would be different because it's just a it's lot just less. Me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, but for us, like, like I said before, it's thousand two hundred per week, but it's four meals for four days. So it's nice. it would be a lot. That's it would so probably bad. be a thousand two hundred a month for you, <laughs> but please, yeah. Jimmy.
0: Do me a solid please just take this clip and like please send it to them or like please just make it a separate thing because i promise you now because they are such as this is the benefit with like with having these smaller companies is they will be more like on it and i'm not saying you yeah. could, won't be on it but like if you yeah. sometimes companies grow to a certain size where it's difficult to get a hold of the person you would need to please send this off to them and see if they <laughs> wouldn't even if they like sponsor or even if like you give do a giveaway or like because i don't know if a small company would have the budget to be able to like give you Sponsor. money for your podcast, yeah. but like yeah. something, you know, it'd yeah.
1: be so cool. It, it, it would mean, be awesome. You, yeah.
0: It would be so in line with your target audience. Cause it's a bunch of people like myself and like, yeah. if you just had to do a giveaway and like it's your that 10,000th follower. I don't know, like a month's worth of meals. That would be great. It,
1: exactly. That would be awesome. And it's funny. Cause you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of said like, we're getting off topic, but, but I actually prefer that. Like we can get into all it because it's not, it's not, it is kind of off topic, but for all kinds of freelancers and creatives, it's not really off topic because everyone has no. that same struggle.
0: <laughs> They're sitting here taking notes. They're like, cool, cool, cool. Like, oh, great. Thank you. That's Nobody so has relevant. time
1: to every Sunday <laughs> no. or every day of the week be like, what am I going to cook tonight? Do I have the right ingredients? And so. I swear to God,
0: anyone who says that they can is lying. Like that's (laughs) why I wanted to be completely honest when you were like, Oh, you had gym so early. And I was like, yeah, I do. But please, I only do that. Like I only have my 5am wake up twice a week. And then, and then any, anything other than that, I'm like gymming in the evening and that's like another twice or like, then I try and go on hikes, but seriously, people don't buy into this burnout culture. Everyone acts like they've got their shit together. Like whatever you take from one side, you're not going to have from the other. Like I'm so busy at the moment that my place is in complete shambles and like I, I, my scheduling clearly is like not where it should be so
1: <laughs> yeah you can't uh, you can't burn the candle at both ends you it's you can only do it from one side <laughs> but, but yeah so so that's why it, it's been great because every monday you get the ingredients and it it takes i mean you still have to like cook it you still need to like cut the veggies and to peel the potatoes mm. or whatever, but but everything's measured out. They give you the exact like spices and all of that kind of stuff. So mm. super, super easy. So what are they called no. again? Daily uh, Daily Dish. Yeah.
0: Where's Daily where's dish. the mic on this thing? This is like a cheap pair of headphones. I think I got once at a museum. <laughs> I was going to be like, do like a quick little voiceover, like hi, are you looking for, are you a freelancer with no time on your hands? Then be sure to go with Daily Dish. A thousand two hundred Rand for four family members each week. Daily dish the proud sponsor of, what is it? Creator, creator calls, calls with creators, creators. <laughs> calls with creators. I love how I got so far that I said the name of the podcast.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's, that's going right in their inbox. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I, I won't keep you for, for any longer. I'll say if there's anything else you want to promote or whatever, I'll, What's the as as the host of hot ones would say? I'll roll out the red carpet to you. You can say whatever you want to say, and then we can wrap up.
0: I love that. That's such a great technique for a podcast to say that at the end. I love it. Um, yeah. I mean, looks. So I if, if, if anyone's on Clubhouse, I'm starting um every Tuesday morning at seven a.m. I think I'll have to double check, but I think it is seven a.m. on Clubhouse. I'll be starting um a, a chat or a group. Not entirely sure. To be honest, I just started on Clubhouse a week ago, but I'm I'm just I don't. I don't feel fear. So I'm just like, I'll start a group. I know nothing about it. I'm gonna do it, and it's just gonna be four, four creators, um, four people from the digital sphere, just so we can sit and chat. I'm not sure what structure I want to have on it just yet. I think I just want to get people collected on there, and we can just chat and share information, and uh, and maybe we'll see where it goes from there. So if you're on Clubhouse in South Africa and you're a creator, then be sure to join at seven a.m. every Tuesday on Clubhouse.
1: And I'm boss lady so,
0: underscore CPT
1: on Clubhouse too. So <laughs> awesome! That that that's so great. Then I'll just uh, turn to over here and say, everyone that's watching, thank you for actually watching all the way to the end. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.